Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to Craft Brood Sports. I am your co-host, Scott, and with me as always is my main man, Mike. This is Craft Brood Sports. Mike, let's tap this keg of sports knowledge. You pump, I pour. Yes, sir. <laughs> nice. What's going on, man? Not a whole lot. You feeling good? Feeling great. It's a great time of year. It is. We got football. <laughs> we got football to talk about. We got football. It's been 15 episodes brewing. Like, just waiting for working football up to, to this talk moment. about. And we finally got it. It's finally here. Uh, this is the college sport or college football NFL preview episode. All things football, but no yeah. high school here. We don't uh, care what, well, what high I'm probably going to sneak a little high school <laughs> That's in. fine. We just don't care what high school you went to. That's uh, well, we're probably going to talk about that oh, because son of a bitch. <laughs> on this episode, we have a good friend of mine, Brendan Boyle, joining us on the show today. Uh, Brendan Boyle, we go way back. Uh, we do go way back. We uh, uh, hated like, each other freshman year. Yeah. Miss Policy's uh, yeah. biology, biology class, class yeah. yeah, at Cardinal Mooney High School. That's where, That's we, right, went where school. we went to school. They were uh, very good football team, Scott. Uh, yeah. You know yeah. Also, the uh, high, high school, school of awesome. Eddie DeBartolo Jr., who yeah. is son of a bitch. You know, <laughs> Already? Used to own the, uh, Already? 49ers. Already? Hey, do you know I uh, actually happen to know the owners of the 49ers? I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. Uh, I never told you that before. But Breaking uh, new ground here on Crawford Sports. <laughs> Well, Brendan Boyle is, if you can't tell, we've both known him for a long time. Brendan went to Xavier with both of us as well. Um, he, Brendan's the reason why I got into craft beer, actually. Uh, we talked about this on the Nostalgia episode, but it was Brendan's Honey Brown that I had to pour down the sink. <laughs> yeah. when the I shed a tear <laughs> while listening to that episode. <laughs> I was, uh, I was gonna... Yeah, because in fact, when that episode started and you guys were drinking Honey Brown... I was like, man, I probably haven't had it since that night because, you know, it's kind of like I watched it die. Yeah. Like I watched it get poured down the sink in Coleman Hall because of you. Well, you know, when you were sneaking in what, like Miller Lite or something like that. I was sneaking in a a half drank case of Bud Light Mm. and I thought it would be smart to make it look like a backpack and I just put my coat over the you, th- <laughs> you thought those RAs like were born yesterday. You were so smooth in college, just so smooth. Yep. Well, uh, there's a reason why I didn't finish college. Uh, I think we figured out. You what didn't it finish? Is. Oh wait, neither did I. <laughs> uh, so, well, what did you uh, did you play any sports growing up? Um. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, grade school and stuff. I, I was into you know soccer, basketball, football. Um, once I, uh, once I got to high school, I was more into the performing arts, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, I was on the bowling team, believe it or not, which that's right. You were yeah, pals. for two years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, you know, 
all these years later, you know, it's not really a sport because you can like drink while doing it. But uh, I don't. I still think that's a sport. No, we discussed yeah. this on last yeah. episode. What a sport yeah. was that fits into the category. Yeah. Yeah. You, okay. you have to do physical stuff. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but it was not. Sport? It was not sanctioned yet by the OHSAA um, at the time. It was just a club sport. Okay, uh, but. Uh, I played it. Uh, I sucked. Oh, I was, gonna I was say, like how JV. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> you were JV. I was JV bowling. <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, go later. Tell your friends like, hey, you guys got to listen to our latest episode. Our guest, he was JV bowling in high school. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is I still bowl like a JV bowler, though. I guarantee you that much. We bowling though. Oh, money killing it. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Of course, I have no legs or arms in Wii Bowling. It's just a floating orb. <laughs> I didn't even realize people still played Wii Bowling. Oh, they don't? <laughs> Shit, I should stop. All right. Just people at the nursing home. <laughs> I didn't realize the Wii was still available. Mm. I mean, if you never Only got at the nursing home. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what is your favorite sport now, Brendan? What do you... Uh, you know, I'm kind of with you guys in the one sense of, you know, baseball is just... There's something about it uh, that, it, to me, it's uh, it when the especially when the Reds are, are doing well because I'm a big Reds fan. Um, but but no matter what time of year it is, like I, I love baseball, um, spring training and and all that. Uh, I don't know, but it's usually whatever time of year it is. Ask me, and I'll tell you whatever's That's going on right then. <laughs> uh, because I tell you what, I have been itching for college football. Like, especially you know, couple past couple of days up in Youngstown have been a little bit chillier in the mornings, and I'm just like, man, this is this is football weather. <laughs> like, I want to hit somebody or get drunk Saturday morning while watching college game day, and then <laughs> pass out at eight o'clock at night during the night game. <laughs> Well, again, that goes back to the genesis of the show was back in the day before the college playoffs started when the three of us would sit there and argue about NFL versus college. And I was always on the side of the NFL, and I told you guys. And you were always wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Like, like that would be. Still hate the NFL. Well, whatever. (laughs) But the fact that they got a playoff, I said if they ever got a playoff, that it would, you know, make me go headfirst in there. And I am. I'm so much more into it now with the playoff. And the irony is, I always said if they had a playoff that it would ruin college football and yeah. so far i've been proven wrong but which i knew you would be yeah <laughs> <laughs> i knew i knew that it was that only scott I- being a dick that we all know and love hey <laughs> welcome to the show i can't take you seriously if you like the nfl though so i'm sorry well i'm slowly losing that luster so you know maybe you could start taking me more seriously <laughs> Well, boy, one last question for you, man. Uh, you have a much better palate than I do when it comes to beer. You've been way into craft beer for a lot longer than I have. I've even homebrewed beer, believe it or not. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. So I'm learning things about my friend for 13 years. <laughs> yeah, we only lived years. together for four years, <laughs> yeah. right? Pretty oh, you, shitty friend. You, yeah. Well, I'm a dick. Uh, yeah. what, uh, what type did you brew? Uh, you know, I've only done two so far. I started last year. I made a um, uh, a pumpkin beer last oh, fall. Oh man! Which was yes. it actually didn't turn out to be what I wanted it to be. It actually turned out a lot lighter, which I think actually made it better. Um, mm. uh, but uh, and then I made a pale ale, a very hoppy pale ale. Uh, that sounds so unlike you. Yeah. 
uh, uh, back in January, February, and uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it sounds like a lot of fun until yeah. you're in the middle of it and you're just like, <laughs> God damn it, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, home is, brewing I mean, has just... never really sounded fun to me, and I've known a few people that have done it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, like, I just want, cool, but I want somebody that really knows what they're doing to like just come do it for me, and I just kind of like drink beer and like watch them do it. That'd yeah, be fun. That's a, that sounds like a great. Plan. <laughs> yeah, I don't see home anything. Brewing. So if you're out there listening, and you know how to homebrew beer. <laughs> what's uh, what's your favorite beer all time? Ooh, I, I'd say there's there's two that I always go back and forth because. Uh, if you if you want to talk about favorite, like uh, there's my go-to beer, which would be All Day IPA by Founders. That's uh, a good brew. And part of the reason I love it is because uh, number one, it comes in 15 packs that are relatively cheap, uh, and you could drink it all day because it's not super high ABV. But my actual like favorite favorite is uh, White Raja by the Brew uh, Kettle up yes. in Cleveland, Strongsville. Uh, which is to me just like the perfect IPA. Um, although they have a double, triple maybe IPA called Black Raja. No, it's called El Lupulo Libre. That sounds dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's a take on Lucha, Li- Lucha Libre. Is that the the wrestlers? The wrestlers, the yeah. Mexican wrestlers, yeah. yeah. So right. it's delicious. Oh, I, I should have brought some down for you, except they're not making it right now. Well, thanks for nothing, man. Uh, uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I All right, agree, well, see you guys later. <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> I agree, though, on White Raja. I actually said that on the Pliny the Elder episode, that mm. I thought White Raja was, was better than better. Pliny. I agree. Um, great flavor on that one. Well, this, uh, this episode, we're drinking Happy Amber by Mad Tree, uh, which I know... Keeping it local. Yeah, mm-hmm. stay in Cincinnati. And I know the last time you were in Cincinnati, we went to Madry, and you were like, this is one of my favorite breweries that I, I've been to. I, yes. I, I Everything I had while I was there, I absolutely loved. And uh, this was one of the ones I had when I was there. So I am happy to have it again. <laughs> <laughs> He's a happy amber. <laughs> happy. Well, here's a funny story about uh, the naming on this beer. So this the legend for, for this goes that Matry is known for hoppy beers. All of their beers tend to be a little bit hoppier. They're like Rheingeist in that sense. Uh, but they, the two of the owners were texting back and forth, trying to figure out what to name their new amber beer. And one texted Hoppy Amber, but his phone auto-corrected it to Happy Amber. And the other one was like, I love it. That's the name. And then he was like, oh, f- all right, I guess it's called Happy Amber now. And that's what they went with for the beer. That's the legend. I don't know if it's true. If anybody from Matry can confirm that. Send us a tweet. So I must guarantee and a there's pack. A, a, a beer somewhere by some brewer named Hoppy Gilmore, right? Oh, there's got to be. There has right? to be. Yeah. <laughs> there has good. to be. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like because I because I drink or uh, you know read about so many different beers, I, they, they got to be running out of like hop like, clever puns. names. Yeah. I mean, you would think, and then we do some of these breweries, and you list some of the beers names, and it's like, oh, that's really clever. Yeah, like, there's some good ones. Seemingly endless. <laughs> well, this one is their their amber beer. It's six percent ABV, so it does have a little bit of a kick to it for uh, for an amber. I think the flavor on it is good. I definitely do taste the hops in this. Yeah, it's hoppy, but not too hoppy. But we'll yeah. see how it holds up. It's, it's very well balanced, I would say. Yeah, initial impressions are good. So we'll see how uh, how we do. With that, by the end of the show, we got quite a few to get through here. <laughs> Scott did not no, mess you around. You guys do. No. <laughs> Scott was like, we're going to get fucked up during this episode. I didn't say but, those words, but 
I did maybe call Mike a bitch because he wanted to be less here <laughs> than I did. So there's that. Hey, Mike, you know what it's time to do? What time? Sell out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, time to pay the bills. <laughs> We're going to Upper Deck, and Upper Deck is brought to you by Audible.com. Now listeners of Craft Root Sports can get a 30-day free trial complete with a free audiobook of your choice. No strings attached. Even if you cancel your trial membership, you still get to keep the audiobook. And if you can't decide what you want... I suggest Wins, Losses, and Lessons, written by the one and only, and narrated by Lou Holtz. No joke, you need this in your life. <laughs> you it definitely need stuff. that book. That is fantastic. Uh, all you have to do to get your free trial and your free audiobook is go to audibletrial.com slash craftrootsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftrootsports. If you can't remember the address, just head over to our website, craftrootsports.com, and click the Audible Trial link. Scott, what do we got in news? Oh, we're going to start off with some baseball news. And this one, we're going to keep it local. The Cincinnati Reds, uh, they've had a pretty terrible turnout this year, to say the least. Uh, But they want to make sure that uh, people come out for next year. A new offer was revealed recently where season ticket holders looking to renew their season tickets for 2017 or new season ticket holders looking to get in on the action can get the chance to get their season tickets for free. All they have to do is put down a 25 deposit on the seats by the end of September and they will be given three swings from home plate at Great American Ballpark. If they hit a home run, up to $10,000 can go towards their season tickets. That's awesome. I don't know who wouldn't want to do this. That is so awesome. Like if I was on the fence about getting season tickets, that I would 100% be like, yeah, I'm totally doing it now. Yes. Just on the off chance that like I get lucky and, and hit one out. Which, yeah, I'm I mean, you'd have to do. like turn some tricks to get that 25% down payment. <laughs> but that would be the harder part of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough. That's a good point. Yeah. But like, I, who's pitching? Days. That's what I want to know. I, I'd be like interested a, to know. Yeah. I mean, is it like a batting practice pitcher? I would guess. Throw like, Ryan you know, I watch that home run derby, and they're not always throwing strikes. I mean, yeah, they're not. Well, you got to smells like a lawsuit. You, <laughs> you got to hold up. You got to pick your pitches there. You can't. Yeah. You can't go get, and guns Do you blazing. get a timeout? Do you get the little Gatorade break in between? <laughs> I mean, is that where they go on official home run derby rules? If you hit or? all three pitches out, do you get like three more chances? I think for ten thousand dollars more. I think if I think if you hit one out, you're going to be so exa- excited that. You're not going to be able to. I mean, swing I would for sure run the. Bases. I'm going to do a Carlos Gomez bat flip as soon as that happens. Just boom! I'm out. Now give me my tickets. Ten thousand dollars off. I like that they capped it at ten thousand too because they're like, yeah, you can't upgrade to the diamond seats after you. Yeah. Uh, the few assholes that are uh, ringers and beer leagues that come out here and do this, we don't want to give them any more than ten grand. So that's where we're going to stop it. But Mike, you said early in the week that if you were going to do this, it'd be like a montage. Yeah, it'd be eighties like movie you know, montage. Yeah. I'd be like. Doing push-ups and like, I'd be chopping the tree. Like, well, it'd be similar to the chicks dig the long ball commercial where Maddox and Clyburn were like getting ready, and you see him doing all this. Come on, push it! That'd be great. You know what I would do? I would I would convince like somebody like Adam Dunn to just like be my be my like stand-in so that and- he could strike out for you. <laughs> three he only swings. gets three swings. That's, That's true. Oh damn it. <laughs> Oh man! So that's a cool offer if you're thinking about getting some Cincinnati Reds. I do think tickets. though that they wouldn't be, be throwing curveballs though. No, that's he could hit fastballs. <laughs> he couldn't hit a curveball. It should to save totally his life. be televised though, because imagine all the idiots that oh yeah, I can do a home run. There's no problem, and they just get up there and make complete assholes out of. I would themselves. love that. I, I want to see that. 
Let's be like American Idol with all the rejects. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the, the guys that William hit their Hung. home runs. The William Hung of the home run. Yes. <laughs> but there'll be plenty of guys that you're just like, look at that fucker. <laughs> no chance. He didn't even get out of the infield. What a loser. Infield? I wouldn't get it out of the batter's box. <laughs> <laughs> they should let people like play side bets to try to get money off their season tickets get by betting action. on how uh, this guy's going to dribble one to first base. <laughs> All right, if he does, you're going to get 20 bucks off your season tickets. Sweet. <laughs> That'd be totally worth it, though. That'd be awesome. Uh, let's stick with baseball news. Let's head over to Texas, though. Kids, I know we promote uh, beer on this show, but don't drink and drive. Uh, but more importantly, if you do drink and drive, don't piss on yourself if you get pulled over for a sobriety test. That's pretty much an automatic fail. I don't know. <laughs> I never went to... School for law enforcement, but I'm guessing you're probably going to fail. The, the I'm, I'm going to go with uh, you know, no matter what you're doing, don't piss don't on piss yourself. On <laughs> <laughs> good rule to live by. That is a good. That's a good rule. The reason why Unless we say you're that, a baby, like don't piss on yourself. I don't know. My kid pisses all over me, and he thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> he thinks it's the funniest thing ever. Uh, the reason why we say this: Rangers relief pitcher Jeremy Jeffress. Uh, he didn't. He didn't learn that lesson. An officer reported that his breath smelled like alcohol, his eyes were bloodshot, watery, and glassy. He told officers that between 12.15 and 1.15 a.m., he had three or four cups of Hennessy cognac mixed with Coca-Cola, <laughs> which, which I don't think that's how that was said. No. I'm guessing that wasn't the description given. Uh, but during sobriety tests, he couldn't keep his balance or stand on one leg, an affidavit said, and he also urinated on himself. And they just threw that in at the end. Like The cop could have just led with that in his report, like, hey, I pulled this guy over and he pissed all over himself. So I'm pretty sure he's oh, drunk. Oh, yeah, guilty. <laughs> Did no, you give him he... any tests? No, he pissed on himself. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's, that dude was drunk. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Jeremy Jeffress pissed all over himself. Don't drink and drive, kids. <laughs> it's not worth it. Uh, sticking with baseball, though, my personal favorite story of the week. Um, if you haven't heard, the Oakland Athletics designated hitter Billy Butler suffered a concussion. Now, last week we had weird Concuss- concussion yes. stories, and this one fits that bill. Because the reason why he got a concussion is his teammate punched him right in the fucking temple. <laughs> the, depu- the dispute between the two apparently came to a head when a sponsorship rep was in the clubhouse speaking to his teammate Danny Valencia. Butler apparently um, butted in to the conversation, telling the rep (laughs) that they should uh, pull Valencia's sponsorship because he regularly used spikes during games that breached his contract. Valencia confronted Butler after the rep left, to which Butler replied, I can do whatever I want, and your bitch ass isn't going to do anything about it. (laughs) Well, Valencia did do something about it, though, as he punched Butler in the temple... A brief fight ensued before getting broken up, and Butler was left concussed. He did end up on the seven-day DL for said (laughs) concussion. (laughs) And later this week, he did uh, come back and say, oh, my bad, you know, it was totally on me. But I don't know how he could have misconstrued that it wasn't on him. He's the one who called it out, and if you call somebody a bitch... You better be prepared for yeah. what's going to happen Got to be honest, if somebody came in here and was like, hey, Audible, you should pull the sponsorship because Mike actually reads instead of listening to books, I'd be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but that is, that's crazy. I I wish I could have seen this. I, how has there been no video of this? I know. Everything is anywhere? recorded nowadays. Yeah. So. 
But uh, to take back my previous statement, it's okay to piss yourself if you get punched in the temple and knocked out. <laughs> That's another time that it's, it's okay I mean, it, to it's piss yourself. It's more acceptable than the, uh, than the drunken driving, you know. Oh, that's there's, awesome. There's exceptions to every rule. Getting punched in the temple, a time you can pitch yourself. But speaking of bitches, uh, over in Australia, the um, the Cal football team, uh, they're actually playing right now as we record. Uh, they're over there getting ready to uh, play their game. And Beast Mode, Mar- Marshawn Lynch, formerly of Cal. He's over there with them at practicing, hanging out, supporting his alma mater, and a, a fan at an autograph session, decided he was going to bring a Patriots t-shirt for him to sign. And he signed it all right. He crossed out the Patriots logo, wrote Seahawks, and then wrote, Beast Mode, you bitch. (laughs) End of story. Congratulations. Congratulations to that fan who thought he was going to be a smartass and got it shoved right back up his ass. No, fuck that. He got the coolest autograph ever. Like, that is one of a kind. He did, but he totally thought, oh, I'm going to troll him. I'm going to get him good. I got this Patriots, you know that. He probably would have done like, oh, what happened to the handoff? <laughs> yeah. And that's what Should got him. That shouldn't have passed it, huh? <laughs> Shut the fuck I normally don't support anything Seahawks, but good for you, Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> now, with so, that golf cart. It's so badass. <laughs> uh, let's go to some beer news. If you're looking for a vacation for the earlier part of 2018, Craft Brew Sports suggests that you visit Stone Brewing's new Stone Hotel in Escondido, California. It's located on 13 acres of land. It's right adjacent to Stone Brewing's World Bistro and Gardens. The uh, Stone Hotel is going to offer all kinds of cool experiences and amenities that are designed, obviously, for craft beer fans. But they say it'll appeal to novices as well. So, basically, when you check in, they're going to give you, like, a stone beer on check-in. Like, when you go to a fancy resort and they give you a glass of champagne, when you check in, they're going to be like, oh, what do you... Here's here's our IPA. (laughs) But then they're going to have in-room growler delivery service, which I think is pretty fucking cool. Uh, And they're going to have three on-site bars all of which will feature a wide variety of stone beers, some rare and vintage brews as well. I I would totally go check that out. Oh, you also yeah. nailed that read, so if they want to sponsor us too, that'd be great. Yep, yes. thank you. Uh, thank you, I appreciate that. Stone Hotel. <laughs> Stone <laughs> Hotel, anytime you want to come on back, drink some beer with the growler delivery. <laughs> They're and they just late. pulled the sponsorship. <laughs> it's all it took. Sorry, this is my first time on any sort of radio. I wanted to do my radio voice. I was like, By the way, when you right, have you listened to the radio? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody well, reads like that. I, I do know that when when I listen to your show, that I I want to hear the the typical sports radio like sound effects and crazy like you know, like welcome to Craft 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 Brood Sports <laughs> with Scott Cusser. And the Shermanator. <laughs> you know, they like always like throw in that. random things like you know, like oh my god, it's Casper and Sparks. You know, like <laughs> like if you listen, you know, it's it, honestly it's why I enjoy listening to you guys because like like AM sports radio is so weird. It's so it is weird. Bad. It's not just AM sports radio. It's like AM radio. Well, yes, it's like any radio. Like if you listen yeah. to to even like FM radio, it's 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 just weird stuff. But like 
That's what no. I meant. I meant morning, like AM morning. AM in the morning, oh, yeah. not oh, AM. No, 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 yeah, like, just yeah. like morning radio is yeah. fucking weird. It's but you you guys also need this is Skeeter in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, here's a fart sound. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, you need like the Sports Center uh, announcer guy to read oh, your audi- audible thing. Like that would be know. awesome. Craft Brood Sports brought to you by Ice Cold Coors Line. <laughs> Tap the rocking and fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, speaking of fans of our show, uh, super fan Tyson Thorpe has suggested that we this season uh, pick an NHL team. That's a great follow. idea, Tyson. Great, and we great are idea. going to do it probably. Yes. But um, on my short list of teams to choose from is the Minnesota Wild. Why? Because they decided that full-time this season for their goal song, they're going to use the late great Prince's Let's Go Crazy. They uh, used it during a playoff game this past season, shortly after Prince had died, to honor him. And it was so well received that they decided they're bringing it back. So, Minnesota Wild. That's, like I said, on my show. It's amazing how that that goal song can affect things. Because, like, I like the Blackhawks because they use the Fratellis. Uh, uh, they use that song, and it just gets stuck in my head. I, I think that's a cool idea by the Wild. Good work. It is. Good for Honor, them. Honor it's almost Minnesota's like, own. though, you know, because Prince so, is so iconic in Minnesota, like, how did they not think of that before Yeah, that should, yeah. <laughs> It took him dying for them to be like, you know what? Oh, we should probably use his music. I, I feel like, I feel <laughs> He's like kind so, of famous. <laughs> somebody from the Wild was like, Prince just died, and the other guy was like, Prince is from Minnesota. He is? Oh, how can we opportunity? Uh, I yeah, that's a good. If you take uh, Minnesota, I still need to figure out my team. But Tyson, they're on the short list. Tyson, that was a great idea by Tyson. I appreciate that. We're doing that. Yeah, uh, just as I'm cutting out cable. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Don't worry. Gonna have a hard time following the team this year. Uh, let's get into some uh, what the fuck are you doing news here? As uh, the Lombardi Award has decided to change things up. So previously, uh, for as long as I can remember, the Lombardi Award was given to the best offensive lineman, defensive lineman or linebacker in the country. In Very, college football. Yeah, in college football. Sorry. I thought that was Not assumed. Cool. My bad. Um, but uh, they decided to change out of nowhere, and now it's going to be open to all positions. So it's basically like the Heisman Trophy, except uh, when they asked what would make it different than the Heisman Trophy, Spencer Tillman, who's on the committee to decide who can win the award, said, quote, if someone were to push me in a corner and ask me what's the difference between this award and the Heisman Trophy award, I would tell you this. The difficult truth is a Tim Tebow could have won this award, but a Johnny Manziel could not have won this award. That's the difference. What the absolute fuck? (laughs) That's the dumbest thing I've ever... So it's basically the Lombardi Award is like, hey, we're going to police these guys. And if you want to win our award, our prestigious Lombardi Award, you got to... Good citizen. Yeah, you can't can't be like one of those... Got to be a man of the people. Jagovs over there. I, I like you so... have to be a good college quarterback and then flame out in the NFL to win our <laughs> award. Well, in that case, they both would have won it. I guess. Well, then there'll be a lot of Big Ten aw- <laughs> aw- aw- quarterbacks that'll win this award. <laughs> I just I feel like at first that like opening it up to all players and all positions, it's like the Lombardi Award is trying to become the new Heisman. Tro- like they're trying to take over the Heisman. Well, but if why? they truly want to be the Heisman, it'll be open to all players, but only won by quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers, and only on. <laughs> the best team in the no, country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the actual guy that is the best and puts up the best yeah. stats, but you know. 
I also like how Tillman said if they were to push me in a corner, like somebody trying to get up on you. Like, hey, <laughs> like well, here. What's up with that? How's, how's this different than the no, Heisman? Like, <laughs> don't back me into a corner, bro. <laughs> yeah, like somebody's roughing him up. Like I want to know the difference right now. I'm gonna push you into this corner. Back off, man. Johnny Manziel couldn't have won it. Okay, how about that? Is it good enough for you? But, and what a fucking pompous asshole to be like, well, Johnny Mandel couldn't have won it, but Tim Debo could have. Way to take a shot at a man when he's down. Yeah, too. exactly. Johnny's not there, so it's like, yeah, I can take a shot at this right. guy. I won't see Johnny Manziel pushing me up in a corner, so fuck it. <laughs> I, by the way, you know, I'm just at this point, especially with him like trying to get into Major League Baseball and everything, I just am waiting for the story to, to, to break that Tim Tebow has murdered like 12 women or something he does, like that. He does seem like that kind of like, weird dude. Yeah, he's got like, he's too good of an image. Like, he totally has killed people. For sure. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our projection. <laughs> <That's laughs> let's, uh, let's transition into some college football talk. Woo! Uh, I, think, I think the weirdest part about this award, as we get into, as we transition, we talked about it before the show, like, what constitutes you being disqualified for the Lombardi Award. There's always stories of kids. They're fucking 18 to 22-year-old kids. They're going to do some stupid stuff. So what is it that all of a sudden, hey, that's that's over the line. You can't win the Lombardi anymore. Yeah, so is it breaking NCAA rules? Is it breaking the law? Is it, is it stealing just... a laptop, Cam Newton? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it just being like an overall asshole? Because, I mean, like Johnny Manziel is an asshole. You know, yeah, but he's but like, if, but he's like a typical young guy asshole. Not but, like, yeah, there's, uh, that's, yeah, I'm not I holding like it any, against him. I feel like you're, it's, it's easier to find a star athlete who, who is an asshole than it is to find one that's like, oh, that's a good guy. Well, right. what if you say we ain't here to play school? I mean, would Cardell Jones be eliminated <laughs> from it? He didn't he's get in out. trouble for nothing else. But, you know, if you ain't here to play school, you can't win the party. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, what are they going to do? Are they going to check these kids' report cards or what? Maybe. Maybe they will. Uh, All I know is... Because they are not there to play school. (laughs) Cardinal was right about one thing. (laughs) They are not there to play school. I know of six Notre Dame players that would be excluded from the Lombardi for this year. Uh, That was brutal. uh, Manti Teo? No, well, actually, they brought that up in the article that we read. Manti Teo had a dead girlfriend that ended up being fake. Does that so would they have? Him? But it would have been after the award ceremony. So like, would that would they, they would have stripped it, it yeah. from him? They would rescind, even it. though he didn't. He was so dumb that he didn't actually know. That's why they would rescind it because he's too dumb. <laughs> You're too dumb to win the Lombardi. That's solid reasoning. <laughs> uh, but yeah, six Notre Dame players were arrested uh, in one night. Two separate incidents. Uh, five of them were in a car that had a bunch of weed and a gun. Uh, and then another one apparently All they were missing was cop. purple drink. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently like three or four of them were simultaneously holding the gun. Yeah, how do you get <laughs> There's one gun in the car and the and they all got charged, charged with three it. of them. So that tells me there were three dudes in the back seat. The gun was in the back seat and so they none were like of them. all holding it up simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. Uh, apparently rumor mill says that Max Redfield well, cop to it and that's why he was dismissed from the team. So the other f- two and the other, the two other guys that just got hit with the weed are still eligible to play. Look, I'm going down for this gun, but I ain't going down for this weed. So one of you other motherfuckers <laughs> got to take the hit on that. Shit. Uh, that's so ridiculous. That's a big blow to Notre Dame secondary. And if that wasn't a big enough blow, Devin Butler was the one that apparently punched a cop, which is amazing because he has a broken foot. So how did you tackle and punch a cop if you've got a broken foot? 
There are rumors out there. The Chicago Tribune ran a story that Devin Butler didn't do this. There were witnesses that say the cop made it up, and apparently the cop has gotten in trouble in the past for, uh, how should we say, embellishing some of his reports a hmm. little bit. Um, I, I'm all just... of a sudden, I never questioned the race of this cop, but I'm guessing he's white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing he's white. Uh, yep, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing too. <laughs> I, although it is kind of rare to hear one of these stories where the uh, the athlete in question does not use the term or use the phrase, do you know who I am? <laughs> like, like that matters. Yeah, right. I don't know. Don't you know who I am? Oh, my bad. Well, that's because take they're... your gun and your weed and go home. <laughs> that's because it was like all red shirt freshmen and uh, a senior who has flamed out his entire career so far. In yeah. that case, don't you know who I am? No, I don't fucking know who you <laughs> no. are. Oh, you're the one that blows coverage every three plays. <laughs> you must be Max Redfield. Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, <laughs> can we... Mike, I could talk about Notre Dame. Mike all and day. Boyle really like Notre Dame. In case you didn't know. <laughs> I'm holding my tongue. It's in, ca- okay. in case it wasn't obvious from the first 15 episodes, Mike really likes Notre Dame and Boyle. That was wow. me. That was also, me holding back on this story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have done a whole. Episode so hey, let's talk about that. the actual games we got coming up in college football this year. We do have it. Uh, the season is on us. It starts, as Scott said, it starts tonight with uh, uh, Cal. Excuse me, Cal playing Hawaii in Australia. But next week is when the big slate of games kicks off. The games that matter. Yes. <laughs> so 9-3, we've got quite a few. This is, I think, probably one of the most exciting opening weekends I've seen in college football in a long time. Ever that I've seen. You have, well, you've also no. only watched no, but I mean, one opening though, weekend. Usually opening weekends are full of big names exactly. playing, you know. Playing scrubs. Podunk ass you. Yeah. So this year we have uh, number three, Oklahoma. Going up against number fifteen Houston, number eighteen Georgia. Going up against number twenty-two North Carolina, number twenty USC versus number one Alabama, and then on Monday night you have number eleven Ole Miss going up against number four Florida State. That's a good slate of games. It doesn't give to kick off the. That. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. doesn't. So who do you guys have in those games? Let's start with Oklahoma Houston, uh, number three Oklahoma against number fifteen Houston. Who's your pick, Scott? You're the college football expert on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going Bob Stoops because it's not a game that matters. So it's early in the season. So Bob Stoops wins the big games when they're played in September. Don't ask me to pick Bob Stoops when it comes to January or you know November because then I'm going opposite. But I'll go big Bob Stoops. Bob's. Yeah, I'll big go Bob Stoops Bob. in September. I'm I'm there too, uh, Boyle. I think you know why I'm picking Oklahoma in this game. Believe it or not, I have them going uh, going to the playoff this year. So yeah, I, I was actually thinking, going to uh, say Houston or not Houston, but uh, Oklahoma is one of my Final Four teams. Yeah. So I could see them coming out of the Big Twelve. I think the Big Twelve ends up screwing itself over though again this year. I think like the, it, the, I think all, all one more year of them screwing themselves over before they finally are like, okay, fuck it, we need to do something here. So yeah. I think this is it. I think you end up with two one loss Big Twelve teams again, and they get shut out. At the same time, though, it's it's refreshing to have a game like that where, like, I, you know, we all just agree that Oklahoma's going to win. But if Houston won, like, it wouldn't exactly shock me. No, I, mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, they've come a long way. Yeah. I mean, it, it, normally, if you would have seen, in years past, if you would have seen Oklahoma versus Houston week one, it'd be like, oh, here's no, a two-and-up that, game. Yeah, right, that's yeah. a good matchup. You're well, like, you know, oh, Kevin yeah, cool. Sumlin had them, uh, you know, on the rise before he left for, for A&M and then uh, – What's his name from Tom Herman? Is their coach right now, huh? Yeah, from uh, so. Ohio State. 
So, you know, they're on the up and up. So they wouldn't – I mean, it's one of those teams that, like, you know, in a, in a bizarro world, Houston could sneak into the playoff. They could. And this could be the season where that happens. We'll talk about playoff teams here in a minute because I, I think this could be the year that that does kind of switch up on us here and we get somebody sneaking in. Uh, but I, I was going to say I pick Oklahoma because Bob Stoops went to Cardinal Mooney High School. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He hey, went, he went to the same high school. To Cardinal went to, Mooney yeah, high school. and you so, went to Cardinal Mooney High School. Right. Scott, did you go to Cardinal Mooney High School? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> number eighteen Georgia versus number twenty two North Carolina. This is a this is an interesting game for me. Uh, I feel like the SEC always comes out strong at the start of the year. It's they always seem to do well in these early ranked matchups uh, and I don't know if that's because their opponents end up being overrated or what the case is going in um, but I'm going to go out on a limb I'm going to say North Carolina wins this game beats Georgia I, I, I don't know if, if that's going to happen uh, but I certainly hope it does because uh, you know after Georgia fired probably one of the nicest guys in college football and then hired like one of the biggest psychos in <laughs> college football um, you know but you know North Carolina, uh, again, they're they're a team on the rise. Larry Fedora is still there, right? Yeah, I don't want to so. sound stupid if I just name like that, oh that guy hasn't fine. been there for three years. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's North Carolina football, so well, yeah. nobody's yeah. really gonna notice. Butch Davis still coaching them, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'll go um, Georgia on this one because I think Kirby will get that first victory just because he's the new coach and whatnot in North Carolina. Right? They're basketball school, so I'm gonna pick. Smart, even though I do think it was terribly shitty that they fired Rick. Mm. I agree. That whole thing went down. But I think... I, I, I think Rick is, you know, he, he wound up where he probably wanted to be. Rick you know? fell into a great place. In Absolutely. fact, I argue that it's a better place to fall I, into. If, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's easier to win his conference. It, it's easier. He's at Miami, for those who don't know. Yeah, it's easier. <laughs> and I think it's just a better place to be in general. Like, Absolutely. As much as I... And it's his alma respect mater, Georgia's, right? I, I don't know. I believe it's his alma mater. Yeah, I mean, as much as I respect Georgia as a program, there's too much expectations for a school yeah. that is, you know, kind of middle of the road SEC. And they, the and they're part. they're always second fiddle to Florida, yeah, or you know, Auburn or Alabama or you know, whoever. I don't know how anybody. I realize the SEC has this like, hey, this is the premier conference, but I don't know how anybody would be like, I want to go coach in the sec unless you're coaching at alabama or auburn or lsu i guess i mean the only thing i gotta say is like you you have to be if you go there especially to one of these smaller schools like you've got to be chasing the money right like you you're not to, gonna win you have it. to be right you know you have to be if there's you're going no to way. vanderbilt it's got to be to like collect a paycheck and then maybe move on to hopefully else. get something else yeah because you're not uh, uh, well, Stoops went to Kentucky, and he thinks and he's he can. Getting paid. He's getting paid. <laughs> he thinks he can turn it around. I think he legitimately thinks he can make Kentucky a football well, cer- school. I mean, they've certainly been more uh, competitive than in the past. But uh, you know, is he ever going to win the SEC? No, exactly. No. Uh, you know what? I'm changing my pick. I just looked it up. Uh, this game is going to be played at the Georgia Dome uh, mm. in Atlanta. So I didn't I'm going to say Georgia beats North Carolina in that game. <laughs> That sounds fair. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's changing. Well, it's a neutral site, that's guys. The, that's the SEC's way when they play uh, early season games, when they play a team that's like a good team. They, they're not traveling anywhere. Look, if Ugg is in the oh, house, like, I'm but, picking them. <laughs> <laughs> like when, when Alabama played Michigan, like, and it was like in 
Texas. Oh, speaking of that, uh, Alabama is playing USC, number 20 USC. They are playing Where? Saturday night. They are playing uh, in Texas. Oh, at my Jerry's goodness. World. Yes. That's, uh, that's Alabama's... Home away from home for week one. That's where they played Wisconsin last <laughs> Roll tag. <year>. Roll tag. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I think Alabama is going to destroy USC in that game. I yeah. think they kill USC. Yeah, Lane Kiffin has nothing else better to do than yep. stay up late, late nights for the last few months. Screaming over his playbook <laughs> for this game. on this one. He's going to pull out all the stops. We're going to look at Lane like, damn, we never seen them plays. Like, I've been saving them, bro. I've been totally saving them for this moment. I do have to say, Alabama. I think he's been watching old episodes of Beavis and Butthead, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he seems like to me. Like, I don't think he like actually studies well, I football. I didn't think he was smart. I just think he's saving up things for USC just to be like, Hey, he's like, man, season up. three of Beavis and Butthead was the best season. Come on, man. <laughs> I do I do have to say, Alabama, although they haven't named their starting quarterback at the time of this recording, uh, it looked like everything is pointing to Hertz as their uh, starting quarterback, which would mean Alabama has a dual-threat quarterback, which is Way different for Alabama. I mean, they usually just have to, a warm body. They've got yeah, they've <laughs> yeah. behind center a yeah. white dude that can hand off and hit Whoa. the tight end. Whoa. <laughs> they had what's his name recently. <laughs> <laughs> he was black. He couldn't what's run. But uh, you, had, you had what's his name? Yeah, and I can't that guy. So good name because that's the thing. The Alabama quarterback is a non-issue. It's always hey, yeah. fifteen all-star stud defensive guys, a superstar running back, and an offensive line that can block for anybody oh and then there's some guy who hikes the wall <laughs> but that's it like so I, I can't remember dude's name but he was black i remember that <laughs> i don't even remember I, the white dude's names uh that, like won the, national championships you, got the, you had mr you, webb yeah mr aj mccarran aj uh, mccarran yeah, yeah. yeah. okay i unfortunately Craig remember McElroy? him i remember Come McCarran. On. i mean now that you say it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Cincinnati fans remember. Bengals fans remember A.J. McCarron. They think he's the savior for the Bengals. Yeah. Some of them want him to be starting right <sighs> Good now. Good luck with that. Morons. Good luck with that, Bengals fans. That's not going to pan out for you. Um, but, yeah, uh, the, reason, the reason why I brought up Hurts as their uh, quarterback, can you imagine Lane Kiffin with a dual-threat quarterback and the shit he's going to pull on USC? There's going to no. be some crazy-ass plays. I think Alabama wins by 30. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to edit out all that dead uh. air. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I'm definitely giving the win to Alabama. There's no way that USC, I mean, every year USC since the Reggie Bush days is supposed to have a quarterback. I know they've got somebody else now that they're all high on, and they've always got all these household names, and then they shit the bed. And this year they're just going to shit the bed earlier than usual and just get out of the way in week one. So... Alabama is definitely going to win. As that a Notre game. Dame fan, I don't I think don't that Alabama that makes the Final Four, but they'll win this game. Oh, so you got Alabama out? All right, good. Well, one more, one more game, then let's, then we'll get into our playoff picks. So the last one is Ole Miss versus Florida State uh, at the Citrus Bowl, and that's going to be Monday night. So who you got in that one? Uh, if Ole Miss hadn't decided that they were going to go all uh, get everybody suspended and have a huge controversy with the Tunzel thing, I would have said uh, Ole Miss, but. Florida State's back on track after their year off. Uh, they figured things out after James left, and they're good to go this year. Delvin Cook's going to lead them right back to the promised land. 
Interesting. Boyle? Uh, yeah, I got Florida State. I think uh, they're going to be one of the best teams in the country this year. And, uh, you know, it it, it did not surprise me that, that when all this came out that, that Ole Miss was, uh, you know, we were all sold a bill of goods, basically. Like, I mean... Wait, we thought that they just rose to the to the top of the SEC. I was shocked. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I didn't think it was legit. I didn't think it was this crazy though, because it, building it on defense is much more acceptable in my mind. When a team kind of rises and it, it happens on that side of the ball, when it happens on offense and your skill players, I immediately think, all right, they're they're cheating. Right. But when it happened because of Hugh Freeze's defense and you know the Land Sharks and all that, I thought, well, okay, maybe that's how it builds. And then they slowly started getting other side guys on the other side of the ball. But now that everything's come out, it's like, eh, all right, yeah, not surprised either. I mean, whatever you know, whatever level of shadiness you think is going on in any given college football program, like you just multiply that times ten. I don't know what scale you're working on, but <laughs> <laughs> multiply it times whatever sounds big to you, and it's that it's that bad. And you know, <laughs> at every school, not just in the SEC, but the SEC is the worst of the worst. That's the one thing that I I think shed a light with this whole Notre Dame thing and these players getting arrested. Like people need to get off their high horse and being like, Oh, it doesn't happen at my school. Exactly. Yeah, it fucking does. It happens at every goddamn school. That's what Even I've always the said. About shitty college. ones yeah. are doing some shitty stuff about collegiate sports in general. It happens There's, everywhere. It's whether or not you're smart enough to get away with it and how yeah. blatant you are. That's all it comes down to there. There's way too much money involved in college football for, people not to try to game the system in order to get absolutely ahead. and you know what the difference between schools like stanford or notre dame or whoever that have good football programs and also happen to be high academic uh schools is that they, they just don't have the guys that are dumb as a box of rocks on their team they have the guys that that are going to do dumb things because literally it doesn't matter if you have a 4.0 gpa you could still get caught Right. In a car with, with four guys yeah. holding a gun simultaneously <laughs> and a bag of weed. Because yeah. you're dumb and you're 19. Yep. You know? It's just dumb kids. Yeah. Dumb kids are going to do dumb shit. All right, Brendan, who's your final four? I've got uh, – I, I agree with you, Scott. Uh, Alabama not going to make it. Uh, this may shock you, though. I also have last year's runner-up not making it either. I think both wow. teams are in for a letdown. So Alabama, Clemson, on a, uh, they're going to be on the outside looking in. Um, I've got Florida State um, bouncing back. I have Ohio State bouncing back. I have Oklahoma. Um, I think they'll they might run the table. And then uh, my surprise pick, I, not big that big of a surprise as a top ten team, but uh, I think Christian McCaffrey is going to carry the Stanford Cardinal into the uh, college Pretty football solid. playoff. That's a that's a really good top four. I got a friend mm-hmm. that'll love that that pick because he's <laughs> super Stanford. Yeah. He went to Stanford. I mean, too. fuck Stanford. Yes, but, <laughs> fuck Stanford. But he'll love that. They'll pick. be in the college football playoff. <laughs> I also have Stanford in my top four, uh, but I have Alabama going back. Uh, so I've got Bama, Stanford. I have Ohio State. I think the Big Ten is uh, it's getting more competitive since you have Michigan State. Ohio State and Michigan, but I think last year proved that Michigan is not, they're not there yet. They're getting there. I think Michigan is on the rise, and uh, I know Notre Dame just put them back on the schedule coming up, and I'm 
kind of nervous about that because I think they are on the upswing. But I don't think they're at that level yet. So I would say Ohio State still wins out of the Big Ten. Uh, and then I'd put the uh, – uh, I'm going to say the ACC gets shut out uh, out of this one. And the reason why, I think Clemson loses a game uh, somewhere along the line and then beats Florida State and basically cancels the ACC out of the playoffs. So Stanford, I've got Alabama, Ohio State, uh, and then Oklahoma going into the Final Four. I'm going to show my novice here, but I am going to go with Ohio State making it back in. I'm going with Oklahoma. Clemson will make it back because I'm riding the Deshaun train all the way to San Francisco. (laughs) And I really do think that the ACC somehow manages to sneak in both Clemson and Florida State. I know that a lot has to go right, but I really think that that's going to end up happening. There's just something about the the SEC this year, and it came down to my my choice was either Florida State or LSU because I had to pick somebody that I didn't think – was going to be Alabama. So if I go with somebody from the SEC, it's going to be LSU. And that's because, good God, Les Miles has to save his job. But other than that, I just think that it's going to come down to LSU or uh, Florida State and Clemson beating each other once each, and that's still making it so that they both go. It's going to be a lot to, to take that. And Grant uh, freaking brought this up on Facebook. We asked the question on Facebook, and he said he also has Clemson and Florida State in, along with Bama and TCU. That's his pick out of the Big 12 yeah. to get in. He's got the uh, the Big 10 getting shut out. Uh, but it's going to take a lot. Florida State and Clemson are in the same division in the ACC. So if one of them is in, that would mean they'd have to be the ACC champ. And that would mean the other one didn't even get to play for the ACC championship. And the committee has shown that they really like teams that – yeah, I mean, if they're going to hold out a, a, a Big 12 team based on not having a championship game, then, like, not playing in a championship game, if your conference does have it, that's got to be it's, a thing, you right? Need, you need at least – I feel like Florida State not even playing for the, the title or Clemson not playing for the title, one of those two, an ACC team not playing for the title, they would have to somehow – I, I feel like you need a two-loss conference champion. Every everybody or, else has two. Loss I mean, conference you know, do either one of those teams have like a great out-of-conference game that if they won that, people would be like, "Oh my god!" At least they won that. At least they beat Alabama. Or well, at least they I beat- mean, Florida State's got Ole Miss, who's number eleven right now, so that would kind of help them. I don't know if Clemson <laughs> eleven would right have now. before right the season right. started. <laughs> Not so much I, after all that shit went my, down. They were probably my, the most upset during draft. Right. Son of a bitch! That was my, our big one. My favorite pastime every September is watching the, the preseason SEC rankings just tumble. Oh, it is great. Oh, my God. Except that they're really smart. The SEC has got it figured out, and they schedule each other so that it's like, oh, number five beat number six, and I'm only going to drop down to number nine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not, that's not that then, bad of a strategy, though. Yeah. They need to, the NCAA needs to institute a rule that you can't play fucking cupcakes past week six. That's, oh, that's I know, bullshit. because like the SEC... They've got to figure it'll it out. It'll be in like the, the last week, week 11 the or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, week 11, they're playing like, you know, middle Tennessee, upper they're playing Sandusky State. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're playing the Mooney Club Bowling They're team. playing UAB, and UAB doesn't even have a team anymore. That's how but crazy that's how, it is. I, I can't fault them. They're smart. They figured out how to get the system right. We're going to play because we get good preseason rankings, so we're going to play each other early in the year so that if you lose, it doesn't hurt you that bad, and then when everybody else is fighting for their conference, we're going to play a shit team and coast in. It's fucking smart. It's smart on their Genius. part. Put in a rule, and 
stop that bullshit from happening. Yeah. Um, who else did we have? We had a couple other people on uh, Facebook answer the question. Mrs. Rizzy, my favorite uh, craft brood sports contributor, she said that Bama, Clemson, Michigan, and Notre Dame are going to the Final Four. Wow. Um, Homer. <laughs> I'll take that Notre Dame, but uh, Michigan. Michigan's that's a Yeesh. that's a ugh, that's a tough call. Uh, Zach Sparks, he said LSU and Clemson uh, as his final two. I don't know who else he had in there, but apparently LSU and Clemson win. Uh, Ken Fong said he's a Michigan fan. He said Michigan and Bama in the championship game. And then oh, Scott Skrzewski. I'd root for the meteor on that game. <laughs> <laughs> Strike the earth. Just you end know, it all. You're like, come on. <laughs> come on, Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Blow up this fucking stadium. <laughs> yes. Uh, Scott Skrzewski. Uh, Sorry, man, I mess up your name every time. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Those are his four. So I feel like we've all... Uh, my buddy Spillman did have one, though, and I, his is crazy, but he got... TCU, Alabama, Clemson, and Houston. So, wow! So he's got Houston beating Oklahoma this week. Would apparently. have to, yeah. Yes. I mean, wow. I don't. You know, I don't Who know. Who was his that, first that's team? Gonna, TCU. TCU. Oh. So he's just like Grant in the Big yeah. Twelve TCU thing, which I, that's not crazy. It's, no, that's not but a he, crazy thing. Having Bama and Houston, I don't know how they both make it if one of them loses that game. I mean, if Bama loses, especially, you'd be like, well. They're not really going to make it all the way. I mean, unless they're not going to lose another game. They're not playing each that. other. Oh no, Oklahoma. it's Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, Houston. Oklahoma. Yeah. Shit. Okay. All right. So it's. I. I mean, disregard what the fuck I said. <laughs> <laughs> Houston is, but I mean, Boyle, you mentioned it. Like Houston's that team that could be the the one that breaks out of this. Hey, we're not. I mean, and that's five. the thing is that you know when you look at and and like TCU in the past before they were in the Big Twelve, Boise State still currently. You know, these teams that, like, they only got to really get up for, like, a few games. Right. Like, maybe one or two, like, legit games per per year. And then they play their conference schedule. And it's, it's you know, all they got to do is play to their potential in the conference games. And they'll, they'll beat the teams by three touchdowns. So, right. you know, those types of teams. And that was going back to our arguments about the college football playoff was, like, I always said... I don't want a playoff because I don't want a team like Boise State to be rewarded because they won their one big game against like Oregon, whatever year that was, and, and I then they run that. the table. What? <laughs> and I yeah, wanted you, that. you want? I that. wanted the Houston's of the world to be in the conversation. I think yeah. it's good for everything because if you had that, if they beat you know Oklahoma in that first week, mm-hmm. and assuming they win the rest of their games, like why shouldn't they be able to at least be in the conversation? Mm-hmm. And you throw them in there with the Final Four. See what happens. I mean, they've at least earned that right to be in the discussion. I don't think with four, they they haven't. At four teams, they haven't. If, with four teams, you still need... This four-team playoff system is basically the same thing we had. They just added two other teams into the mix. You don't. I don't think those guys get into the conversation until you have at least an eight-team playoff. Which is also something I hope for. <laughs> I, I hope think it that's doesn't. the perfect number. I hope it doesn't I think eight happen. Eight is the perfect number. Uh, I agree with Mike here. I, I hope it doesn't. Move yeah, well, you guys were wrong is. last time when you didn't want to play. Off. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, here's here's the reason why I think four is good, and I think they have. I think they have the four wrong because Notre I feel Dame gets like in with eight. Not, not necessarily. No, most years. Not necessarily. They don't, don't they have a conference. They shit the bed like they do every year. Well, it, then there's that. I mean, I can't help that. It doesn't matter. They don't have a conference, so it's it's. 
if they did eight, they would do the five power conferences. The champion automatically gets in, and then three at large bids. They would give and one. Notre Dame would be most in their most of the years as long as they only had one or two losses. As long as they have one loss, I think if they have two losses, Depending they would put in. They two. would put in a uh, conference runner up over Notre Dame in those cases. But I think it, with eight, and that's why I don't like that system. Even now with four teams, I don't think it's right. It should be the top four teams regardless of division. I think we run into too many people. I mean, look at – we're talking about these teams and we're like, well, that's going to be – because they're going to win out of the Big Ten and they're going to win out of the SEC. Like, what if all four of the best teams are in the same conference? Right. And I'm not just saying like SEC. Like, what if the Big Ten is fucking stacked and Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State are clearly the four best teams, but they're not all four going to get in? People would riot if that happened. But that goes back to the, the old argument that we would have about a playoff system – that it doesn't reward the best team. No, it rewards it, the best team in the conference. Or, or it rewards the team that could win their last three games, three or four games. That's true. You know what I mean? That was good that, enough yeah. during the regular season. Like in the NFL, you know, do the top – I don't even know how many teams make it to the <laughs> NFL playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> this is like – Six? It's six. I don't know. Okay, yeah, because yeah. you got the four division winners and then two playoffs. Okay, so two 12 teams total? Yeah. Okay, so like the top 12 teams in the NFL don't make the playoffs. Necessarily. Now, it might it's be the divisions case. and right. conferences. Yeah. But that's, that's you fine. know, like, so how is that a, a proper way to to crown a champion? You don't have the top 12 teams playing, duking it out, you know? But you generally, had the, the, like, who, who was it? The, the Seahawks the one year was like seven and nine? It's been, couple, it's been a couple. It's been a couple like the defending record teams that were. Yeah, and then they lost. They it's not like they won yeah. the Super I mean, Bowl. I, we don't need to get completely <laughs> into this argument, but like, well, that's playoffs why we have, have never. Show. Yeah, I mean, playoffs have never been the fairest way to crown a champion. I mean, like, but in college football, where you have like 115 teams, like short of like a round robin that lasts three years long, like you're never gonna crown a team that's the best yeah but the last few years with the playoff anybody arguing who won the championship that they weren't the best team like i mean that's the thing i mean i get i've always understood you guys' argument it's the same argument that spielman's had he never won the playoff either and we used to go back and forth about this but then so far the playoff has nobody can sit there and say well shit the best team didn't just win i mean Mm -hmm. they did in each of the cases that won't be the case all the time but I think so far it's still gotten to that point. You just get that extra excitement surrounding those extra games. That's- You're right. I think the thing that I hated about going to a playoff was NCAA Division One A football was different. It was it had its unique way to decide a champion. And for those of you that don't know, the NCAA has never recognized a champion in Division One A. It's never happened. It's always been the BCS champion or the AP national champion. There's never been an NCAA national champion. And that's why, if you look at the trophy, the trophy trophy that they hold up is different from any other national championship trophy uh, in any sport in the NCAA. It's a different sport because it's not recognized uh, by the NCAA. So that's why I've always been against it because it was like it's different, it's unique. Who gives a fuck if it's not the two best teams – that wasn't the point of the college football postseason. The point of the college football postseason was exhibition games. Yeah. And that's all it was for. And then money got involved and it became, okay, well, now we need to, now we need to figure out who the best is. And I, I don't think we necessarily needed to figure that out. 
I think it was good as it was. God damn it. Now get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, well, you lost, old man. Change with the times or you get off the lawn. Clint Eastwood just sat down. <laughs> We're running out of time on this episode, but before we do... We'll I, touch the NFL really yeah, quickly because at this point, I don't really give too much of a shit about it. Niners going to suck this year. That's my take. <laughs> Niners going to blow. <laughs> I got nothing else. I think we're taking the dickin' for Deshaun, damn I it. think Cincinnati's going to win a playoff game, but then they're going to lose the next one. Nope. Uh, Holding no. firm. No, Cincinnati's not Cincinnati going to still don't win a playoff game. win a playoff game. No. no. I think wow. this year it's actually less likely. Like, each of the past few years, it's gotten less likely, and this is the least likely of any of the teams Wait, that they've had. each of the past few years, it's gotten less likely? They they had the game won last, last year, and, and then they the blew it at the do? end. They Cincinnati did. They did Cincinnati. Funny story. I You know, despite the fact that I don't like the NFL, I actually turned that game off. And, Thinking and, the Bengals beat the Steelers? Yes. Of course you did. <laughs> 100%. But here's the thing. I kept now, it on because uh, it was Cincinnati. Full, full disclosure, I grew up a Steelers fan, but uh, I don't know at what point in the past 10 years I just stopped caring about the NFL, period. So, like, do I slightly cheer for the Steelers now? Uh, a little bit. But, like, if I don't care if they lose. But I do have, like, a deep, like, deep-seated hatred for the Bengals, but mostly their fans. Oh, uh, gosh, I too, so, <laughs> like, the reason I turned that game off is because I was like, you know, fuck, every fucking f- friend of mine on Facebook that's a Bengals fan is just going to run their mouth. Yeah. yeah. And, like, some of them still might think I, like, give a shit about the Steelers and they're going to, like, talk shit to me. And so I turned it off. And then, like, I started. I actually might have seen Mike your your like update on Facebook that was just like I can't believe that just happened. You know, like whatever you said, yeah. and I like turned it back on. And I was just like, oh, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. That's why you should have <laughs> turned it off. I know <laughs> it was the Bengals and the- I. I know. I should have said Bengals gonna bangle. Yeah, you know? <laughs> should have because they're gonna. They're gonna. But no, I mean, I, I just think that at this point, now they've lost a few of the parts from the teams that have made them so good, and eventually that shit all catches up. And even though they've fallen as luck, they'll probably make it again. But they're probably going to fall flat on their faces again. I Last think they win. The I think they win chance. one game. I think they win the the wild card game, and then they lose the next week. I mean, nope. It, it, at what point do we say Marvin Lewis just can't do it? I've been saying uh, a few it for years a long ago. Time. <laughs> I, I have been, I've been saying it for a long time that Marvin Lewis, like, he just needs, you know, they need something fresh. But, like, Mike Brown's too cheap. You well, know, they don't yeah. want to pay a guy to not work for him. Even Bengals fans, though, agree that Marvin Lewis should be uh, the GM and they should get a new coach in there. I mean, even, Marvin Lewis seems like Bengals a great guy. He seems like a great guy. Plan. Nice guy, but, yeah. Well, let's let's go with this. Uh, the Patriots and the Seahawks are the odds-on favorite to uh, to be playing in the Super Bowl this year. Agree or disagree? Disagree. Who you got in the Super Bowl? I'm going to go with. It's so hard to repeat. I I do think that the Seahawks can possibly probably be the NFC favorite because they stumbled last year, and I don't think that it's next to impossible for the Super Bowl runner-up to make it back to the Super Bowl, just after the Niners. Uh, so don't think that the Panthers will make it. That means that Seattle probably does. But in the AFC, it's got to be somebody new. I don't know who it could possibly be. I know that the Broncos you know, won it all last year, and they're certainly not getting back there. But there's just something about the Patriots. Like I think age has finally caught up them. So in the AFC, 
I've got a TBA. I don't know who it'll be, but it won't be the Patriots. Okay. All right. Boyle, who you got? In this I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> really don't. Fair but enough. I would I, you know Steelers what, though? Might have if I want to really throw, yeah. throw something out there, I love how angry Cam Newton makes old white men. So uh, I'm, so I cheer for him. for him. I love Cam Newton. <laughs> I hope he make... does. I hope he does. I hope he does like the craziest shit that like old white men have heart attacks because they're like, oh my god, it's not the it's disrespecting. He's dabbing again, <laughs> son of a bitch. God damn it! But uh, I hope they make it back. Uh, but I will say that this is my favorite time of the NFL season because the one thing I v- very much enjoy about the NFL is hard knocks. Yes. Love that show. My wife and I it's both watch show. it. And I uh, I hope the Jared I hope Goff the LA Rams the LA Rams make it. Uh, oh, Jared Goff is a box of rocks. <laughs> Holy hell. Oh, and I will say Dude's like bragging about like, "Oh, do you know that the sun rises in the east and sets in the west?" Uh, he doesn't sound like Yosemite <laughs> Sam, but <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there another dude who was all excited to move to LA because he got to be closer to mermaids? Oh yeah, because <laughs> and the other mermaids. guy that didn't believe in dinosaurs, <laughs> he thought the same they were guy. It was the same guy. <laughs> didn't believe in dinosaurs, but believes that mermaids are possible. Because why hasn't a human had sex with fish? Was like his rationale. Because. Well, Maybe I mean, I don't know. Uh, for for all you super Cleveland fans, riding high nope. off of your nope, nope. <laughs> riding high nope. off your Cavs championship. Nope, Eric Coolman, nope. super fan to the show, nope. wanted some wanted some respect to, uh, on his question, wanted some respect on his name. I'm putting some respect on your name. You're gonna win like two more games than the Niners to finish behind the Niners for the number one overall pick. So. Enjoy that, brah. Love you. I'll even take it one step further. Not only did the Browns not do anything this year, the Indians are not winning the World Series. I know you're excited that the Indians are playing good baseball they right now. they got a better chance of winning the World Series than the Browns do. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would year. agree with that, but they're not winning the World Series this year. So Cleveland, just keep going back to the Cavs. Hey, hey, you got the Cavs. It's cool. You've got that to ride so, out for the next yes. two years. Just uh, enjoy it. I know the Cardinals are the sexy pick out of the NFC for the Super Bowl. That's what everybody kind of goes, but Carson Palmer's Carson Palmer, so I can't pick the Cardinals. I think the Packers win out of the NFC. I think they make it out. Um, and Their defense still sucks. It does suck, but I think Rodgers uh, gets them over that. And uh, and I'm going to say the Steelers. Didn't so, you just yeah. watch a team that had you and me at quarterback win because their defense was super amazing? <laughs> yeah, that's how that goes. <laughs> I don't think the Packers are winning because, you know. Hey, Packers are, uh, according to Vegas, they're the, the number three favorite to win the Super Bowl. So. The chick pick. You yep, will. there you go. Yeah, I bid on that sucker bet. I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Wait, Packers did, and Steelers. That's did uh, Russell Wilson have sex? Presumably because he's married. Okay, so he got married. So I think maybe maybe he gets over the hump. He, he married Sierra. See, if I didn't even mean to do if that. If this though. was morning radio, we would have had like a cool... <laughs> <laughs> You're spinning too many plates, man. You're spinning too many plates. Uh, dude, let's consume it or can it on this episode. Uh, we're going to start off with a beer. Happy Amber by Mad Tree Brewing. Scott, you going to consume this or can it? I'm going to can it. I'm not a huge fan. When I first started sipping it, uh, you warned me that it was a little bit more hoppy than your typical Amber. And it is. It's... Not the worst beer in the world, and that's a lighter, hoppy tone, but it's just enough that I'm like, eh, I'd rather grab something else if I'm going to grab an amber beer. I, 
think hustle. Enough. So I uh, I can it. All right, Brendan. Gonna I'm going to consume four of them in succession. <laughs> uh, no, I, I. This is a, like I said. It's really well balanced. It's got a good sweetness to it that you that you get in an amber beer. Um, but and that's what hops are for. They're to balance out the sweetness. So yeah, consume you're consuming it. it. Absolutely. I'm gonna can it. Yes, uh, dude. This might here. be the first double can that yeah, you and I first, have had on yeah, any show. We've we've always at least consumed it, but uh, Craft Brew Sports uh, hosts are canning Happy Amber. I'm with you, Scott. I think it's just a little too hoppy for me. This one is one that I'm going to have to brush my teeth twice and use some mouthwash before I lay down. <laughs> and everybody that listens to the show knows uh, how I feel about that. Um, I think it's a good amber. It's just not my favorite. I have a certain expectation when I have an amber. Bingo. This isn't it. Just um, so you know, owners of Mad Tree, my name is Brendan, B-R-E-N-D-A-N. <laughs> Boyle, B-O-Y-L-E. So if you'd like to send me any free Mad Tree beers... Because these assholes didn't like it. Well, <laughs> we've consumed the shit out of a lot of beers on this show. I have and only can, anything free. <laughs> I have only can like well, two only beers. one of them that you've consumed so far has been like down the street. Basically, no. We had we've oh, had you do Listermans on the show. Yeah. We had Rheingeist okay. on the show. Right, we've right. had we've had all the Cincinnati. All right, beers. I'm just I'm just bitter. <laughs> like this beer. Like this beer. <laughs> he drunks. He drunks, y'all. Uh, I would ask consume it or can it. Um, well, you know what? Uh, I, I, we'll ask it anyways. We know how this is going to go. Consume it or can it? College football is better than the NFL. <laughs> Brendan. <laughs> I'd consume a fucking gallon and a half of that. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I don't even know what that means. But <laughs> I, I, I'll say this. It, there's nothing better than a Saturday afternoon watching college football. Sundays suck. Because you got to go back to work, and they suck. Because NFL football's on, so. <laughs> <laughs> so consume it, Scott. Uh, no, you, you, sir. Please do the honors. Well, you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to consume college football uh, being better than the NFL. I like it because there's still this illusion that the kids are doing it for the love of the game. I realize they're not. I realize most of them are getting paid or some sort of special benefits. But I still like the idea that hey. Even if they're most of these kids aren't going on to play the NFL, so they are you are seeing careers end uh, while you're watching it. So they are literally playing it just for the love of the game. So I'm going to say college football is better than the NFL. Consume it. Uh, I'm going to can the idea, but it's not as crazy as it once was. I will say that. Man, I'm sick of the NFL's bullshit. It is <laughs> just gotten. The, it is just gotten. Like, I'm you down. so tired. I'm tired of the blown calls. I'm tired of the bullshit off the field. I'm tired of the Joy Bosa holdouts. I'm just so sick of all of it. I'm, I'm sick of the owners that don't really give a shit but pretend like they do. Fuck you, York family. Um, <laughs> and so, you Love know, you the, the NFL has <laughs> weighed so heavily on me to the point where I always said that if, man, if college football got that playoff, I would have to, like, lean more. And I don't even have a school. I, I just I enjoy watching the sport. And because there's not as much, you know, dramatic BS week after week, as long as guys aren't holding the same gun in a car with weed, um, <laughs> you know, college football is right there as far as me caring about it more. So I, I will say it's a... 
can, but oh. it's not as far a gap as oh. it was when we when the three of us. First can I met. ask you this question? <laughs> if you had gone to a school that had a college, there's football no fucking team. doubt in my mind that uh, that college would have surpassed. Okay, it. that's, God, that's uh, what I need to know. Don't okay. let it be Appreciate any that. of Thank the power yes. conference like schools either. Like if I had gone to any school. That had a chance yep, each that's what year I to walk in. Yeah. That's, okay. That's, that's what totally I thought. Good. That's yep. all I needed to know. Yep. I appreciate that. Yep. Good deal. And, and you know, you know what? What's a, one quick thing that I think is a cool dif- uh, difference between college and the NFL? That it, everything else aside, you get a lot bigger variety of like offenses and styles in college football. And somebody who appreciates the game of football as it is, like seeing every team run the same vanilla offense in the NFL. Like, it just doesn't it well, that's, doesn't do anything That's the me. difference between having 115 teams and having 16. Right. Like and and gonna... it's also the difference between, you know, the, the difference between the best guy on the team and the worst guy on the team in the NFL. They're, they're, these guys are all elite athletes at the very top of their sport. And college football, the difference between the best guy on the team and the worst guy on the team is, like, night and day. It's, like, the difference between... <laughs> A high school player and an NFL player, like it's true. literally, literally, yes. So right. I feel like what you get in a college football game is a lot different than uh, than in an NFL game, where it's like you can have guys really stand out in a college football game. So I miss Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> I khakis, I, you miss those. I, I, I don't know anything else uh, other than khakis. I, I miss. Uh, <laughs> I miss. Jim, come back to the bay, please. Nobody please. can resist my khakis. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Jed. You're the uh, worst. Shit. Well, this has been another episode of Crap Fruit Sports. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, Brennan, you can catch Brennan uh, on a web series. That's uh, right. Why Town is My Town. Uh, that's a find it on YouTube. Yeah. That's a cool fucking web series. If you if you've never heard of it, Youngstown is uh, the town that we both grew up in, and Brennan did a web series where he highlighted the cool stuff about Youngstown because Youngstown gets a lot of shit. We get a lot of shit in Youngstown yeah. for being a shitty place, and there's some cool stuff there. You Absolutely. got to interview uh, people from the Phantoms, the, Phantoms, the minor league yeah. hockey team. The- yeah, actually, their coach is like a he's like kind of big time now. A bunch of the players are playing in the NHL. Um, a lot of local business owners, and uh, that's awesome. We uh, there's even a craft brewery there, and uh, Paladin, right? Yeah. So yeah, check it out. Uh, if you search "Why Town Is My Town" on YouTube, uh, you can find myself and Patrick Bergen f- f- gallivanting around the town. <laughs> <laughs> and if Brennan, you need, thank yeah. you for joining us. Yeah, I, absolutely. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thank you for coming on. It's always good. I knew you'd be a fun guest. Yeah, and I just want to say to all the listeners out there, like, I didn't know that Mike and Scott did this naked, so this is kind of really <laughs> weird to have been sitting here for an hour. We've been playing like, swords this entire time. Yeah, yeah like and the entire 16 weeks, the, the, the cat is out of the bag. The, the magic of radio uh, well, or yep. podcasts. Hey, Thanks Mike. Thanks for ruining the story. We got we to gotta tease something. We got tease. We do have. We to gonna be Miss Cleo with these predictions. <laughs> yes, coming up this college football yes. season. Football season, not just uh, college football. NFL, NFL too. Yeah, we are gonna get some Miss Cleo action. We're not just gonna sit here and uh, predict games. It is gonna be. We're gonna we switch a good it up. Segment coming up for yeah. uh, for the football season. Hey, we're probably gonna take next week off because we love our country, and it's another weekend goddamn right of, uh, three day weekend three day weekend. So, Nothing but more American when than we Labor come day back. Weekend. <laughs> 
When we come back, we're going to steal from a ESPN show. Be back and better than ever. We've got a great guest coming up when we uh, when we get back, so it's going to be a good time. Uh, until then, uh, catch up on Craft Brew Sports. You can uh, catch up at craftbrewsports.com. Follow us on Twitter at craftbsports. You can uh, like us on Facebook. Follow Scott at ScottyK underscore Junior. You can follow me at Mike Burlon. It's been another episode of Craft Brewed Sports. Thanks a lot, everybody. We out! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Bet Fred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Bedfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BedfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.